Mics. Jacking the Mics. Jacking the Mics. Crashing those trains. Crashing the trains. Crashing the trains. Listen, folks. We didn't know a train crash was going to happen the day after we recorded, but it happened. Unfair life event. It's just, totally unfair. Just like when glitter was about to be dropped, and then Mariah Carey, and then Mariah Carey got her boobs implanted and blown up. The big old. What were you talking about? Glitter was, was coming out the weekend of nine eleven. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, when nine uh, eleven was happening, my mom. Was like this is too heavy. We need to go to the cinema, and she took me to go see Rockstar. There you go. Is that what it's called? The Wahlberg movie. Wahlberg. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like a a good uh, musical thing. What was that movie? I don't know. All I do know though is that I saw it on nine eleven. Oh my god! With your mudra. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian, what does it mean? Well, you never forgot. That's what matters. But we do. Sadly, there was a unforeseen horrible train accident uh, that happened between our first recording, which was last Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then today, a week later. Uh, Only one person died. Well, that's you know, that's all that matters, I guess. The number totals. But it sounds like there was this braking mechanism that they haven't placed on. Uh, there's an automatic brake switch that'll just be a just triggered every time a train's coming into a station trigger warning trigger warning this thing was not trigger happy that day trigger unhappy and it went right through but it was user air bums outville really i don't know the full report has not come out yet but uh sad sad, well, let's, sad just, times. let's just uh, reserve our let's reserve our uh f- determination prerogative we do not have the national trains uh, official report so we cannot speak to the matter we will move on from that but issue. we need to mention our sponsor as always breaking bingo brought to you by the hottest bingo game in the salt lake valley as well as multiple salt lake outlets including seattle now a non-known salt lake valley but is in the seattle washington area yeah if you mention at one of two bars that you listen to the holy Schlodcast. You will get an extra card. That's damn right, Holyoke. So if you ever go, want to go check out two of the best bingo nights in town, that's you, my good friend. Ryan Holyoke hosts the one at the Tap Room located in Sugar House, Salt Lake City, Mondays at 8 p.m. you say listen to this podcast, you get yourself an extra board. And if you come check me out on Tuesday nights at Oshucks, downtown Salt Lake City at 9 o'clock, you mention you listen to the podcast, you get yourself an extra board. And I'm telling you, it's increasing your chances. There's cash money on the line. Cash as well money. As Money towards the bar for wonderful prizes and food and drink. And I say, come on out. We should make it clear. Breaking bingo. Uh, first four rounds, guaranteed money off your tab and yeah. a fun prize. Hell yeah. That I spent a lot of time working on, my friend. It's the mystery prize round. And last night was International Taco Day. I like to go off the national holidays. And I brought and provided for the winner of the mystery prize a full taco dinner in the sense that I went to the grocery store, got taco shells, taco seasoning, none of the stuff that's perishable, but a lot of other good stuff, cans of beans, cans of t- diced tomatoes, and I gave them a meal. Will you describe to the people at home the state of my jaw? He's going, I, what? What? I meant, I, I was hoping you'd use words, whereas my words were failing me. Oh, you'd go, my mouth mach- is agape. Macho, oh, ma- I thought you were saying tacos muy bien. No. Well, I'm telling well, yeah. you, this copy is a wonderful copy. We just wanted to thank Breaking Bingo 
Go check it out. There's a Breaking Bingo Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, all the fun stuff. I like to make a little vid for mine, and I put them up on that Instagram's Arschlaggle. They are so, very funny. As a hoot and a half. Well, that's our sponsor, Breaking Bingo, as always. And we're breaking in to the world of trains. That's right. It's a double, our first double feature of a topic. This week, we are ramping up our talk of trains because, my friend, in between last week and this week's show, I rode the train. You were a real-life hobo. Mm-hmm. Originally, hobo just was a person who was a worker who traveled. That's what a hobo is. Yeah. Now we just think they're bums. But they were a working person. Hobo was someone who traveled from town to town looking for work. Where's the, what's the word? What's that? Uh, what's the history on that word? Hobo. Good question. I did not prepare... Well, this show is all about hobo. giving information, and we do a great job of providing none of it for you. We'll look it up at some point. But I was a real rail boy. I took the, I like to call myself on that trip, the Silver Streak is what I call myself. Mm. Train movie. R.I.P. Gene Wilde. R.I.P. The other guy in the movie. Famous comedian. Uh, crack boy. Oh, come on. Yes, he absolutely did that. Richard Pride just got prided out of the old noggin on that one, my friend. <laughs> but I rode myself my first Amtrak since I was a wee boy. Don't remember the first time I did it. Uh, but I drove. I was on the California Zephyr, a magnificent beast of a train that went from it goes from Chicago to San Francisco. I hopped on, of course, in the fine, shady part of Salt Lake City, the Salt Lake City Bus and Amtrak Depot which I want to get into at some point, was a part of Operation Diversion the next day, which was amazing. We'll get into that. But I took that rail, and I went all the way from here to the San Francisco Bay Area, but with a stop in Reno on my way out there. Reno, 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 honey. And I've got breaking news on Reno. Breaking big bingo. Big stuff. News. Big stuff. Breaking Bingo, our sponsors. Well, this is the Breaking Bingo-related breaking news of the podcast. Reno's shithole. Don't go there. Yeah, it's a garbage town. I was, you know, I have like, their slogan the biggest, littlest, biggest city, littlest, in the world. biggest city. Let me tell you right now, I enjoy myself some weird Nevada towns. I love my Ely's, I love my Tonopahs, yeah. I love my Wendovers. Yeah. I'm a fan of weird Nevada. But Reno, you can go to hell, you can go to hell, you can go to hell. Is it because, like, the same way Vegas sucks, in that it's of all the reasons why it sucks, Reno is the closest corollary i would say that it's like the hotels are of a different era and not as stupidly i don't know again i am want to do full respect to the fine people of reno i will come back to your town if i'm offered a true reno experience i did just hang around grand true reno see that's why you're the bun boy and i was only at the i stayed at the wonderful El Dorado, down from Circus Circus. I was in the heart of weirdo downtown Reno. So I don't know if I got the full true experience of Reno. but it, El Dorado? El Dor- I looked this up the other week. means the golden one. Get the fuck out of here. That's true. Damn it. I Well, here's let me tell you about Reno. At least the part I was in. You walk outside, and you've got a mixed group of drunken three to four bro dudes, or you've got the drunken older couple, 
or you've got an intense, sadly, homeless community going on right now. Sounds like your average breaking bingo. Night. It does sound like the people we get at breaking bingo, but a little <laughs> less enthusiastic about bingo and a little uh, bit more upset. It was just I. It was the first time I was like I'm walking right under the camera. I don't feel so good about that. I don't feel so hot right now about that. Yeah. And I'm I'm a man. I walk around. I walk around up and you down, walk. up and down. I walk all over this damn country until the wheezing gets too heavy. Until. <laughs> Until I pass out and have to have some ambulance take me to the local <laughs> hospital, which is a common thing as a 300. Look, my minute. Fitbit hasn't reached its goal. Can you ride on a, Listen, on a gravelly road for a couple of miles? 911, I'm telling you right now, the Fitbit's telling me the heart is kaput. We are off around this one. We're going to have to get someone out here to get this thing humming again because I got to see my Renos and get them hot shots. All right, but here's let me tell you about the rails. Do you want the story of how, how it goes? Because yeah. here in Salt Lake, because just look at me with the eye that says it's Schlegel time. Shut up. God, I wish we had the uh, sound effect. We need to get a soundboard going on on this thing where it goes Schlegel time. All right, so here's the deal there's California's effort goes through Salt Lake City one time a day, both directions. So that means that when you show up, so at the same time in one day, both trains pass. Toward Chicago and toward San Francisco. At the same time. Not at the same time. In fact, the one toward San Francisco comes and picks you up at 11.30 at night. Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. Weird thing here. Not too bad. But the one that comes back and drops you off, 3.30 in the morning. That's 3.30 in the morning. Not fun. And that's the hobo area. That's the hobo We're area. We're not talking hobos, traveling workers. We're talking no. about the modern use of it, the term. It drops you off in the equivalent of downtown Reno, but here in Salt Lake City. That's what it felt like. So to be fair. But we don't put a bunch of casinos right there. But I had my got myself on the train heading out to Reno. Got there at 1130 on a Wednesday. Get on, and there's quiet time on the train. So you walk upstairs. I took coach on the way out there. That was my choice. And it's like, shut up, sit down, don't say anything, pick a seat. Hopefully you can find a seat with no one near you. So that's what coach means on a train. Mm-hmm. A chair. You've got a chair on the multiple, I think there's, depending on how many people are on there at a time, three to four cars that are designated for coach. It. And it is first come, first serve. You would like to get a seat. So it has two on each side. You want to get one of those sides by yourself. But I was lucky, got one by myself. And let me tell you. Way better than an airplane because I'm, you get to an airport, you spend what an hour trying to get through this thing. It, finally, we're getting to the airport humor of, of this. Oh, you mean security? Yeah, so it takes like an uh, hour. Trains do not care. I showed up and it was three thirty in the morning. And they were like, "Yeah, that seems like your ID. Get on, and then we'll check your ticket." Yeah, because they're like, "Go ahead, blow us up. We'll finally get some tax dollars." Our we way. might get some attention on this sucker. <laughs> so I get up into there, find my spot, and they have the most amazing seats because there's. Tons of room. I put my whole bag in front of me, and I still had room. Like, How big was that bag? It was, uh, well, I brought my whole uh, sequence suitcases, so it's one duffel bag and three trash bags that I just <laughs> was carrying with the satchel. Sounds like quite a bindle. Uh, I brought one of them uh, hike, you know, one of those uh, exploring backpacks, one of those bigger mm. backpack type things, and then my camera bag. I sit down. This thing fully reclines Ooh. and has those leg things that come up, so you go ahead and get that leg support. I'm telling you, I Sat back, put on my podcast, because I'm a podcast boy, not just ours. I'm a supporter of them podcasts. And I zonked myself. I was in and out of sleep from all the way here until where I arrived in Reno. 
at 8.30 in the morning. And wow. it was totally fine. It was, and when I woke up, you can see, and it was so relaxing. I loved it. What type of freaks were you surrounded by? Luckily, that first night, I didn't see nothing. I was No freaks. Out. Everyone was cool. No freaks. I saw it. No. Sound. No, no freak. freak. Sound. They, they are asleep. <laughs> they are asleep. Full recliner. Feet up with my trash bags. And I was good to go. <laughs> so, um, but, so I get there, enjoy myself a weird day in uh, Reno, go to the <laughs> the automotive museum where he had, it's, the fact that they have all these cars is because, I think it's Harris, Harris, mm, what is that? Harris. Harris, that hotel, the guy, mm-hmm. get this, was born in Utah, grew up in Southern California, and started his first bingo hall in Reno, Ooh. Nevada. Breaking bingo sponsors, thank you very much. Nice. So Harry's, that right there. Harris. Harris, whatever this guy is. Doesn't seem, he's like had 50,000 wives, doesn't seem a bad guy. But he has this, uh, he's kind of a bad guy. He dies pretty young. Yeah, he was a big car guy. He's the Jay Leno of uh, of them Renos. You know what I mean? Cars. So they start selling off the cars, and the town of Reno's like, "Don't get rid of my cars. Put them in a home. Put them in a thing for us." And they do. And he's got all these cars. Not that great. I mean, they're pretty cool. But there was a picture of him and Bill Cosby. And I was like, "We got to take this boy down. We got to take this guy." And Cosby is no longer a timeless. You don't want to be. You don't want to be like. Look, I've got my hucks. By the way, two huxables, two podcasts oh. references. Uh, anyway, went from there. Got on the next day to San Francisco. This time in the day, and it was beautiful. You got to see that Truckee River, that Sierra Mountains, Sierra Mist Mountains, and you got to see uh, Donner Lake. Then the beautiful Bay Area. I could not tell you how much more I loved it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Were you wearing a flower in your hair? Want me to edit this part out of the podcast here? No, I was. I was wearing if you're going to a bunch of potato chip crumbs and empty sodas bottles that I was collecting. But you had a wide berth. Had a wide berth in there. But the way back, I took that sleeper car. That was a hoot. Did they put you to sleep? Well, not as much as this podcast is, but Ooh. I took that sleeper car, and that is the way to go, my friend. On whom is that a burn? Am I not picking up my slacks? No, you're doing a great job, my friend. You're looking so great and wonderful. Uh, but I, I'm like, I'm just telling a trip story. It's like a, it's like the equivalent of having a carousel of photos. Like, like then I went to Reno, then I ate food on the train, and it was reasonably kind of overpriced. Oh, yeah. Well, it sucks, but that's to be expected. It was really fun. <laughs> I asked for uh, the weird, they have this cafe, uh, loose terms, and they're like, we got hot dogs, on the train, sandwiches on the train, and you get all the stuff, and you're like, yeah, I'll take a turkey club. That sounds great. It's like <laughs> You're living it up for once. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll <laughs> more than a dollar of food. An more. exotic bird, please. Uh, is this not, what bird? Uh, I'm used to the bird that has the uh, meat patty. Uh, what is this coming from here? And they served me a turkey club. Did ask if I wanted to warm it up, and I looked over and noticed they only had two microwaves, so that meant, <laughs> nope, I'm going to be passing on that. He said, up. one turkey, please. No mealworms. <laughs> But on the way back, I went to the cafe and talked. The freakazoids came and out. They said, You're not night. allowed back. They, uh, there was a gentleman getting a small pizza that was warmed up in the microwave, and he ordered two milks with those. Two milks. Microwave? Peeved. He got microwave milk. It was that warm <laughs> milk. One cold, one warm, one to put him to bed. Um, and he had one of them googly eyes. He was all over the place. Couldn't tell where he was looking at. Yeah, because if you have two googly eyes, you're having a hard you're time. You're in a home. Yeah. 
if you have zero, you're riding the train. You're not on a leg train, <laughs> but if you've got just the one googly eye, the one googs, you're riding that train high on sensor cane. Oh, the medically approved uh, numbing device. Well, as a Googs man yourself, you could appreciate I'm this. I'm a googly boy. One googly eyeball. And as we all know from that first episode about trains, my grandpapa was a dispatcher. I know. Did you follow up with your grandpaps? I know he hasn't heard the first one. Uh, he wrote me out of, my, out of his will. That was the first note. Uh, that makes sense. We have really ruined the name, dragged it right through the mud. Uh, and trains don't, because trains don't go through mud. They're nope. above it. They're above them. And I... I'm telling you, I'm gonna. I will go to my grave. Them train rides. You will so go to your grave for sure, for sure. Next week, after eating that turkey club, got lots of worm in there. Should have gone. Should have gone with the microwave because I lost out on some heat there. Mm. Uh, Would have got rid of some of them back to years. Um, but I was a big fan of them train, especially that sleeper car. I got actually a roomette on the way back, but good enough for two people. Roomette. It was, it was a roomette. What does that also mean? The room, it's a little roomette. As opposed to just a room. Yeah. It's a roomette. Did you get a peek at the room? Those are nice-ass rooms. Should have gotten a room. So they were Way n- bigger. <laughs> but a roomette is a cozy little bungalow. But you uh, already said you slept fine on the chair. But I knew, because the one thing about the train, 17 hours. So um, I because I was not stopping in the wonderful, magnificent Reno, Nevada... Uh, and I will take the challenge. If uh, someone from the Reno uh, Board of uh, Tourism wants me to go back out there and report, I'll go back on the train. But the way back, I knew I was going straight through, so I wanted that room at so I could just relax. They shut the door. The staff's super nice. You just have all the privacy, the privacy you want. You got your own little electronic plug-in zone. You got temperature control. You could turn your chair into a recliner or just a full-on bed. And the view, my friend, that wonderful Nevada desert. And again, the Sierra Mist Mountains, wonderful. <laughs> uh, for the record, it's the Sierra Madres. I what is that? Um, this is Treasure a- of the Sierra Mist. No, nope. I was drinking Sierra Mist the entire time, and I was loving it. This... American Train brought to you by the good folks at the Coca-Cola Company. One thing, though, is when you go back through, you go right by Donner Lake, which is known for the Donner Party. Cannibals. And they give a long story about the, how they, they that group ran into troubles, and they completely skirted around the fact and never mentioned that they turned into cannibals. Because I was like, I didn't know if they wanted to, they didn't want to upset the kitties or the guy with the milk. He didn't want to spurt out the milk when he was drinking it. But they refrained from referring to cannibalism. So they mentioned the troubles. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it gets to b- man on man, the big edit, the big cut aroo, out. And then teeth Listen. met. Oh, and we're gonna see something else to our left here. Uh, to our right is uh, Brian Jones uh, had a uh, whole uh, sect of uh, church going folk that he loved, uh, and he uh, eventually took him to South America, where he yes. had Brian Jones Town. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, get your milk down in the uh, cafe. It's Jim Jones. Brian Jones Town Massacre is the band, isn't it? He has a goof on Brian, Brian Jones, Jones was in the Brian Rolling Jones. Stones. Got it. Right. Died in a pool. Uh, Jim Jones. Listen, let's just say the punt was kicked out and it was received in the flub zone. And I got a full <laughs> flub down. All right. This has been trained. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really fun. Any question? What do you want to know about trains after that? I think it's more important to ask, did you tell us all 
you have to say about trades? I think so. I'm trying to think. Like you go through. Uh, let me hotspot. If you're going out towards, don't get off in Emeryville, the actual end of the Zephyr, because the nearest BART station is like 40 minutes away. Ooh. Walking. You want to get off on Richmond stop because guess what? On the other platform is the end of the BART line. So you just jump on that BART right there. So I did a quick audible back to football terms, and I saw. I looked up on my maps, my Googs, because uh, I was in the bays and they love them. And I noticed that that Rich has that BART station. It was wonderful. How many criminals lie in wait in those two between betwixt those two stations? Well, here's the deal. As I got off in Salt Lake City at three thirty in the morning, a handsome young man wanted to tell some stories about how he rides the train a lot. And he said he once noticed a man, and again, this is unverified. I was just getting this report at mm-hmm. a train station at three thirty in the morning. But this gentleman said that he was once on the train where people were getting nabbed stuff left and right. And he finally noticed the guy who had a beard. And then the next day, noticed that the guy had shaved off the beard in an attempt to elude the authorities. But the guy had been dinged as a criminal, and he was busted (laughs) and thrown in the pen. So, folks, if you want to commit crimes, shave your beard sometime. You get the roomette, you get a free dinner in the dining car, which is wonderful. The dining car... It's kind of like one of these kitschy things where it's like, we got room for four, and we're going to put you in with two, three, Freaks. how many other people? Well, I was the freak, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I was smelling real ripe, and I wasn't that looking that good. But they put you with people, so you kind of have to be forced to make conversation, which, to be honest, is kind of fun. I heard a British guy going off about Trump, which made me so happy. I don't like this train guy. He's giving me a bad impression. You're doing Trump. Shouldn't it be... I don't bloody like this Trump, mate. Well, I was doing Trump not liking this guy at a speech. So Uh-oh. Trump is up there like, we're getting reports. This guy's a freak. He's riding the rails. He doesn't have a job. What's his deal? I didn't know that people here didn't ride trains. Now, get this. The guy, the British guy, was wearing a Vietnam vet hat. Well, they probably served. They probably had three or four people there. <laughs> all right, looks pretty. Well, I, I, I was kind of most all right, all right, all right. As an English bloke, I can't wait to find Crikey, mate. <laughs> all this napalm everywhere. Charlie's worse than the old kangaroo coming by the old stopper dog. I thought the cane toads are bad, turns out. These Charlie's bed is worse than a toad them. in my lamb stomping. I don't know what Britain. Actually, it's well worse at home than it is here, so we're bloody well fine with whatever Charlie has to take us out with. Can you? How many different English? Uh, you're a man, You're a fan of the accent. I'm a Eng- fan of the bloody accent. <laughs> As Ukrainian, I can't wait to get over there and fight. Yeah, it's just all Australian. Oh my god, the bloody Russians are here taking over. No one's going to do anything because the international community is not prepared to do anything against the fucking Russians. So I guess well. We're bloody well annexed. And, As a proud uh, Italian, I have... <laughs> well, Mussolini seems to really be uh, doing his thing here. And uh, I guess we'll wait until the uh, war really turns against us. And then we'll perhaps we'll just eviscerate him and his fucking mistress and not give a fucking fuck. Well, or Emperor of China is maybe the best hidden in the Forbidden City. I don't know. Let's build a bloody wall and make the fucking Mongols pay for it, huh? Hey, the they got great beef. 
And I forgot to plug, we do have our uh, uh, Boys of a Thousand Voices. Uh, it's our improv show that we got coming up here at the local theater. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, sponsored by... Man of a Thousand Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, I got the Thousand Voice here. <laughs> you can go anyway with it. I can be a bus driver. I'll... Boss is here. I can't yeah, believe to stop. tell you that we got a lot of rails getting around the continent, going from fucking Perth. But I like the idea that you bring in Itali- or, uh, Italian, or Australian different things into other. Like you can't like this koalas doing as great. We as got all. spiders, a scorpions, and a load of fucking rocks that bite you as soon as they look at you. <laughs> It's a nightmare. Uh, man of a thousand it. voice. Ryan Holyoke performing at Wise Guys this weekend. Yeah, Very Wise Guys. Keith Stubbs. Check me out. Dub my tailors. Um, what was I going to say else about trains? The dining car was fun. Maybe again, all the food was made in a... Microwave. Australia. An Australian microwave. Hating up. Two minutes. But that you got that British guy. I heard an Australian accent. I heard German accents. Nothing but nothing. I didn't hear that many uh, English. By that I mean American accents. Accents, where I come from, mate. But it was pretty fun. They also have an observation deck, which is rad. Uh, So you can. It's better for the. I think it's more designed for the coach people. But there's a whole top. What do you mean, coach versus bidet? So you got your coaches, your ruminettes, and your rooms. <laughs> so it's like a fucking Thunderdome, <laughs> a bunch of shithead coach well, We didn't people. even talk about the lu- the luggage stowers. You know, the people who just push some luggage around and get in there and get some free ru- re- free stops. You know what I mean? No one's really preventing you from getting on that much, so you can just jump on there. There was not a Mad. The to be fair, the closest there was to Mad Max was the cafe experience with the milk and the pizza. Don't. Because remember, original Mad Max, Australian, Australian, Mel Gibson. Hi, we're pretty much willing to accept any bloody well problems you got with us, but if you get near our milk, we can have a bloody big problem with you. It's pretty wild stuff out there on the train. It's mad. But it's a Mad Max. It's Mad Milks. A Mad Milks. Beyond the, beyond the Observadome, which is the observatory deck that oh. I was telling you about. Where you can get on that thing. Had a weird, six, you know, 60s futuristic where it felt like the 60s had an idea of what the future would look like. And it had a style like moon chairs or was that, you know what I'm talking about. You got to talk in the microphone. You can't just shake your head. I turned off the mic to stop talking because I'm out of control. You're not out of control. You're doing such a great job. You're Thank a good you boy. so much. Uh, but... What I was going to say is that there's observation deck, and you can observe because they have glass pretty much all the way, 360 totals around you, so you can see everywhere, observe things in the observatory deck. Look around, you city living people. You can see the whole bloody sky here. The A in Amtrak uh, starts for Australian. <laughs> the M is for Mad Max. The R is for... T. Tanzania. Tanzania. No, that's in Africa. That's Tasmania, Tasmania. which is its own A-M-T. country. R. Uh, R is for Royal. Uh, the Royal They're presence. part of the common plural. Commonwealth. Commonwealth. So Second common Australia is a redux of the first one, which yeah. is Australian. You have to come back. Double and down. R 
No, K. No, K, because I can spell. K. Is for uh, kangaroo. Kangaroo. Or koala. Oh, koala. It depends on which region you're in. Eucalyptus. I so believe I rode the Australian rails here in the United States and I had a great time, snacked on a kangaroo burger and drank out of a koala themed mug. And slept in a koala. I slept in a marsupials pouch and it was really <laughs> beautiful. That's what the roommate is, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> I think that's when I've... you dropped the mic. Um, what else do we have? I think that's about it for the train. Part two is mostly my experience on the rails. I will say. No, no, part two is mostly me interrupting your attempt <laughs> to talk to people about your vacation death. story. But uh, I recommend it. I really, I'm go- I want to go on a different rail trip. I think I'm, I'm going to go because I'm limited to Chicago. It's, it's your only other choice. It's only other choice. But guess what's in between them, Denver. So I might go see a little professional hockey game out in Denver. Might as well, because it's the place. Go see that avalanche, the arch nemesis, but I got to go see him. Garby's anything else? Did you, what do you think? Your peppers? One last message? Uh, I peppers? feel like I would just mainly like to apologize to my uh, grandpa for everything I've done. Well, I want to thank him for making such a great grandson and being a part of the rail system and his duty to the rails he has provided. Uh, subsequent, he's got to do retirement for going through that rail system. I'm a man of the rails, I'm telling you. I'll be check me out on the rails in the dining car eating those kangaroo burgers. So love you all so much. We'll be back next week with another exciting edition of the Holy Schlodcast. Bloody sorry for everything I bloody said. Goodbye. Yeah, good boy. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Yeah. And maybe I see my pickles. Well, yeah, maybe. But I got you back. Scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled.